Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Chris Summers of Justice Fit. Coming to you from Okmulgee, Oklahoma. Chris, what's going on, my man? How are you today? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing great. I'm excited to have you here, Chris. I'm excited to to pick your brain and, and see what we can extract out of there and pull from your experience. Before we dive into the, the strategy and the tactics and all that comes from running a business, Chris, I think context is important here. And so before we go too far, First and foremost, tell us about this gym. What is this business about? All right, yeah, well, uh, you know, Justice Fit is, you know, we're, we're all about a, a culture of fitness. And so we just, you know, we, we hang out together, we, we work out together, we run together. And so we, you know, the gym Justice Fit is, you know, on, on paper, it looks like a 24 seven fitness center. Uh, and it is, if that's what you want to put into it. Um, but we also, you know, we offer training, uh, fit camps, boxing. Uh, we join a lot of uh, fleet feet runs in, in Tulsa and other towns. So, you know, we, you know, we like to go on adventures together, you know, trail runs. Um, you know, we just finished our first marathon. There was three of us that entered it. And um, it's, it's been a, a great adventure. You know, yeah. it's, it's more more family than than fitness at times. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think the fitness industry is unique in that it's a lot more than just a monthly membership. It's a lot more than sets and reps or weight on the bar. There's that kind of unspoken connection beyond that, and it sounds like that's a big focus for you guys now. With the business, at least, talk to us a little bit about how this came to be. When did you get this thing started? So we started in 2017. Um, I was uh, working in food stamps and transitioning to uh, the health department uh, in Omogi. And so, you know, I was I was just kind of that, that normal office employee that, you know, really couldn't wait to go home and work out. And so, you know, I knew my passion was in fitness and, and that I wanted to help others. And I had people that I worked with that, you know, often would come work out with me or would ask for, you know, ideas on working out and, and I absolutely loved helping them. And so, um, 2017, I went ahead and took a, a plunge. You know, my wife and I had a pretty honest discussion about where we want our lives to go and, you know, what, what kind of representation we want to show to our kids and so you know we wanted to to follow our dreams and and you know make a financial gain off of it and and live that life so so I got certified at Cooper Institute in Texas in Dallas sure. um great facilities great teachers you know it's it, it was an adventure and uh once I got certified I came back and started uh, on top of my jobs, I started teaching uh, at the YMCA, so I was doing fit camps there and um, training people there, and and then I was blessed with the opportunity to teach fit camps uh, in exchange for personal training sessions from mm-hmm. a, a pretty pretty great couple in Morris, and so that's kind of where I started to get the the following and and to develop in the the fit fam. And so we kind of realized that, that more people were interested in, in fitness than, than we thought. And that, you know, Mogi could probably use a, another gym. And yeah. so, so we, we rented a place for about a year. I think we started that in uh, 2019, 2018, somewhere around that, that area. And so we rented a place for about a year and then was presented with the opportunity to buy a place that was twice as big. Um, okay. And it, it had some potential for, for growth. And so, so we, we moved all of our equipment um, over. It used to be a boxing gym. So we added, you know, all the bags and equipment from that and, 
And so we grew in, in that sense and renovated the space next door and opened it up for, for fit camps and had two or three times as much room as I was used to, which is yeah. always nice for a trainer. Fun problem to have, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, you had in there, you know, hanging bags and speed bags and everything like that. And you actually have room for your battle ropes and <laughs> yeah. you have a good, uh, a good base to work on. And, and so we just, we've, we've ran with it. Uh, we've, we've been really blessed in our business. We've been able to, to grow year after year. Um, you know, we, we, we got hit by the pandemic just like everybody else, but it was, sure. it was almost an even trade. You know, we lost people that didn't want to get involved with, you know, bacteria or viruses and being around people. And then we had people that their gym shut down and, you know, they came down, we were lucky to be shut down for a month and, and that was it. So, you know, we yeah. went through that whole process. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And, and a couple of different evolutions along the way, the, the business has existed to your point since 2017, but it's, it's changed at least on the surface a couple of times to get here. Yeah. Now that you do have this location and if we can quote unquote say we're past the pandemic, tell us a little bit about what's available. What do you guys focus on? If I'm to walk through your doors, what can I sign up for? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. So basically you are in as much as you want to be in. And so, so, you know, we, you know, I use the word fit fam quite often with you and, uh, and with a lot of people and that's, that's the truth, you know? So, and that's, that's kind of the, the peak competitive, you know, uh, if you're all in, like you're, you're probably going to come to most, if not all the classes you're in the gym on your, your other days that we don't have classes, or I've got a lot of animals in here that are doing two a days. Um, but you're pretty much immersing yourself in that whole fit fam. Um, you're going to competitions with us to runs, to conquer the gauntlet, to marathons, and we're all pushing each other, um, yep. you know, in, in the name of, of growth and, you know, improving life and beating addictions and all that good stuff. Um, base level, you know, you're, you're just like, want to take the stress out of your day, you know, join a class here and there. Um, and we have those, you don't have to be a member to do the classes. Uh, we offer boxing, we offer fit camp. They're just $5 a class, you know, pretty, pretty easy to maintain. Uh, you know, we try to eliminate excuses. And so if that doesn't work for you, you don't want to be around people. We have the 24 hour offer. Um, also reasonable price. It's, it's $30 a month, which you know, if you, if you do the math, it's a dollar a day. And so, you know, we do fun challenges. Uh, this month we're doing a burpee challenge and, um, trying to get people to be engaged and there's, there's different levels for the challenge. So, you know, if you're a beginner, it's a burpee a day. If you're a little more advanced, it's a burpee for whatever day of the week. If it's the first, you do one burpee. If it's the third, you do three. Um, and then if you're an absolute animal, we ladder it. So you do one the first day, set of one and a set of two the second day, set of one, set of two, set of three the third day. Plenty of ways to have fun with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really what you want to get out of it. You know, sure. we, you know, we, we try to encourage everybody, um, this it's, it's a culture that we set and that we're really proud of. Sure. And so in a nutshell, if we're to sort of bullet point this, we've got the open gym membership, right? People can pay a monthly fee, come and do their own thing. We've got group classes fairly regularly, and we've got personal training for people looking for even more of an individualized service. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So uh, one thing I, wanna, I wanted to touch on, you mentioned we've been growing year over year. How do your numbers, at least as far as membership go, how do they compare to where you ultimately think your membership can be? Do we have room for growth here with the gym? Uh, there's always room for growth. Uh, you know, the more lives you can touch, the the better. Sure. And so, you know, ideally, you know, financial gain from the business is, you know, it goes hand in hand with, with touching the, the lives of others. So, you Absolutely. know, the more, 
income the gym makes, the more we can invest in others and invest in growing. Uh, I would love to franchise out. Uh, you know, I've, we've, we've had ideas of kind of doing smaller gyms in the smaller surrounding towns and then trying to work our way to the bigger cities and, and things like that. But, you know, it's a, it's a stair-step process. It's not anything we would rush into, but it's, it's definitely an idea. Yeah, it's, it's, that's absolutely an option in the fitness industry. And it's, uh, it's, it's interesting when people choose to go that route because there are so many ways to go about it. And in fitness in general, there are so many ways to help people to your point, like you said, typically the amount of money we make is tied to how many we people or how many people we help and, and how hot or how much we help them. You have a number of different ways to help them, but one thing that you mentioned was there's always room for growth, right? We can always figure out a way to play with capacity and, and service a greater population of people. I want to I want to explore sort of the marketing that goes into this and how you guys generate interest for new members to come and join. What's been successful for you in terms of getting new people into the building? Yeah. Uh... So let me start this off with, I suck at marketing. <laughs> so, you know, my, my wife and I, we, we run this, we, you know, we, we do everything on it, you know, um, everything from the, the financial aspects to collection to cleaning maintenance, like we do everything. Um, as far as the marketing, we basically rely on word of mouth for the most okay. part. Uh, which, which is something we're kind of, we're pretty proud of because yeah. it, it seems reliable. Uh, as long as we're doing our job and, and we're keeping people, you know, attaining goals and keeping them happy and keeping our place clean, and it, that the, the referrals reflects it. And so oh, yeah. we, we post on Facebook and things like that, but, but that's about where it ends. I've, I've turned down basically every, um, you know, we, we've had a lot of marketing radio firms and, you know, we did a lot of, well, there's a never ending list of ways you can spend your money. That's for sure. Yeah. No joke. Um, you know, we, we get a lot from, you know, our, our t-shirts we do, we do okay. a lot of different t-shirts and, um, you know, we got a lot of people that wear them. We go to events and, and wear them and, um, you know, all the, you know, I speak at events. I, I do, you know, pre-warm up or pre-run stretches at events and, and things. So we get, we get a pretty good marketing share that way. Um, but for the most part, I am terrible at it. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that makes sense, right? When we talk about anything within fitness, if somebody walked through your doors for the first day and had never worked out, they're probably going to suck, right? Yeah, for sure. you, you haven't spent that much time or effort in the marketing field, it makes sense, right? You're not yeah. good at it and that's fine, right? These are, these things are skills. People build entire careers out of this, Chris, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's uh, it can be a, a tough skill to learn, but it, it certainly is valuable and worthwhile when it comes to running a business to figure out how we can manufacture more interest in the, the business. To your point, We've done this mostly organically so far, right? Word of mouth referrals. And, and of course, we're going to take every single lead we can get that way, right? It makes sense. Yeah, for sure. If we have a good product, people are going to find us. But at least in my experience, and, and I, I want to ask you if this has been the same thing for you. In my experience, because of how seasonal fitness is, we may get 5, 10, 20 referrals one month, but we may go one or two for a couple months after that, just based on the, the flow, the ebb and flow of fitness. Is that the case for you guys? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we, we get that beginning of the year, you know, right. The January year. rush. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Uh, usually we'll, we'll have quite a few people. We've got a pretty beautiful lake here in Omogie. Um, and so we, we kind of have a, a pretty set amount of people that are going to say, Hey, I'm about to get a lot of exercise at the lake. I'm going to be, you know, paddling, rowing, swimming, all this. Yeah. You know, can you suspend our membership? Yeah. And, you know, we don't, you know, we're, we're no pressure. We're no contracts, nothing like course, that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's month to month here. 
And so, you know, we'll, we'll just shut them down there in our system. And then once the, once it starts getting cold again, they'll, they'll be right back. Yeah. As soon as school starts back up and people yeah. get into routines again, of course, and, and it makes sense. And so let me ask you this. I mean, you, you said that you've turned down um, many marketing services and haven't really focused on that aspect. Do you think at any point that will be something that you guys turn your eyes to? Uh, probably if we were to franchise out, I think we would have to. Yeah. I think that makes sense. You know, going to, to different areas, you know, around here, I grew up here. My wife grew up a, a town over. And so we, you know, we knew a lot of people, um, you know, we're not terrible human beings. So you know, <laughs> a lot of people that, you know, want, gave us a try cause they knew us. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, from that, it just, builds and builds, you know, I go to another city, nobody knows who I am. Uh, it, it would be a little different to get our feet, you know, really grounded. Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it can be a challenge outside of what we normally do. Sure. Um, but, but Chris, I want to, I mean, I think we've sort of worn this, this topic then uh, take us to the next step, right? Obviously it's one thing to get people in. It's another thing entirely to keep people in. Retention is, is such a huge piece of this. And if, if we're signing up a ton of people, but people are leaving just as fast, that doesn't help us either. And so for you guys, is retention or, or average lifespan a metric that you guys are looking at as a business or, or how long people stay members? It's a... Um... It's kind of a, a difficult way to measure. Um, so what we found, um, you know, I, I have another job. I'm a firefighter in Oldmobile also. Oh, okay. Uh, so my schedule is 24 hours on at the station and 48 off. And so it gives me anywhere from two to four days in the gym uh, each week. And so when I'm here, I'm visiting with people, I'm, I'm, helping people out, especially new people that, that need a little more guidance. Um, the retention, it, it shows in a positive light whenever I'm able to engage more. Yeah. Um, you That's know, a good point. Yeah. Uh, as far as a, a measured metric, you know, we, you know, other than just looking at the numbers of how many we lost that month, how many we gained, um, you know, we don't, we don't put a whole lot of stock into it. Yeah. Um, Is it typically, a net positive gain of members? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's typically a gain. Uh, a lot of times it's kind of evened out, you know, we'll, okay. we'll lose a couple people and then we'll sign up a couple people or, you know, it's, it's pretty even. Uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And, and there's never any really like massive plunge to where we start getting close to the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hopefully we're past any sort of global pandemics. So yeah. We, uh, we can operate with some level of normalcy. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I want to, obviously the membership thing is one thing you mentioned. We gain a couple, we lose a couple. So it's somewhat stagnated there. What about the, the group classes and the personal training? Do you think that that is a, a bigger opportunity for you guys to grow in the future? Uh, so we're, we're limited on trainers. And so pretty much it's just myself and our boxing instructor, Ian. Um, so we're, we're pretty limited on that. Now, I will say when the pandemic hit, I got crushed on, uh, my personal sessions. Uh, I had a, a lot of people that weren't comfortable anymore going out. And, and so it probably got cut in half. Oh. Um, you know, we talk about the, the kind of cyclic, um, membership wise, it's, it's the same way with personal training. Um, you know, when, when you develop the culture that I keep talking about, you know, it's, it's such a positive way that, that with my schedule as a firefighter, I have a lot of people that work with me. Um, you know, they, they don't mind bending their schedules a little bit to, to help me with my schedule, uh, which is, is awesome. Just, just amazing people. But um, as far as being cyclic, it's, you know, during the school year, I train a lot of student athletes. And so depending on what sport's going on, uh, I can be really busy or I can have nothing. Um, and yep. so right now with it being the summertime, um, some of them are looking at, at trying to go get college scholarships and some of them just want to be kids and, 
and go swimming. And so it's, it's a little understood. Low yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think this is, this model is so interesting because there are so many ways for us to help people and in turn make more money, right? You, there are, there's a never ending direction list that we can go in for you as you move forward with this, Chris, what's the, what's the longer term vision here? Do you think at any point that you will go full-time in the gym? Do you want to grow this? You mentioned the idea of franchising. What's yeah. the, what's the big picture here? So big picture, you know, I would definitely love to grow. Um, I would fair big picture. I would love to be international and, you know, known for our culture. Um, you know, I would love to, to help enhance people's lives. However, um, you know, next stage would definitely be franchising. Um, I mean, you, you kind of met my boys earlier. Um, mm. you know, the gym is named after my son's middle name, my, my firstborn. And so, I mean, we're, we're invested in it emotionally as much oh, as for sure financially. And, um, eventually God willing, it'll go to them and, and they'll get to run it however they want. But, um, in, in the near future, probably next step would be growing a building or so here, um, to enhance our space and enhance the options that we have for our current members and, and kind of help bring in new members that have different, different ideas. Um, after that, opening another place, you know, somewhere fairly close. Um, yeah. and then, you know, who knows from there, God willing, we'll be all over the place next there time. You go. And this is more of a, a legacy thing. You want to hand this off eventually oh, sure. to your family. Yeah, that's, that's always been the goal. Um, my son's a, he's, he's nine years old. So, you know, it's just a little we bit. We got a little bit of time at least. <laughs> yeah. He's a, you know, both, both of my boys have been really blessed there. They, they uh -huh. love different areas of fitness. You know, one of them already, you know, my nine year old wants to be in weights. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty standard trainer. I, I do, uh, you know, responsibility wise. Uh, so I don't let him do too much with weights. You know, he's, he's got a lot of growing to do. My other son, my four-year-old loves yoga. <laughs> yoga. Okay. Cool. That's right, buddy. Okay. Um, but you know, it's, it's going to go to them and you know, they, they're growing up with the TikTok phase and yeah. uh, Instagram, everything's growing. Um, you know, my space came out when I was younger uh, and so <laughs> I never really just jumped into all that stuff. Those were the days. Yeah, no joke. Um, so I, I have no doubt that they'll be able to take this place a lot further than I can. Yeah. Uh, well, I think just growing up, growing up around an entrepreneurial environment, right? I think that has such a huge impact. They see you talking about memberships coming in and out and making sure that revenue is more than expenses and we're covering our lease and, and they're going to hear this terminology early on. I think that really is, is going to be an interesting perspective for them as this goes on. Yeah. And, and they hear every bit of it, you know, we, we, the good and the bad, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. They, they know. And it's, it's summertime and they're with me every day. So, so they, they see my interactions with clients that are in, in good standing and they see the interaction with clients that are ready to leave. And, you know, for whatever reason that may be. Yep. And so they, you know, they see that they hear my wife and I discuss, you know, how, how much an electric bill is and you know you know the next generation of business owners chris oh yeah that's uh i'm sure we could go hours and hours talking about the pros and cons of that but we're, we're running a bit shy on time here i can't thank you enough for your time uh i always appreciate business owners that are willing to come on and, and be a little bit vulnerable and, and share their insight and wisdom with their time in the industry my man, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this business moving forward. I wish you nothing but the best and thank you for your time today. Hey, thank you. Absolutely. To everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Launch Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today, we've got a special guest, man, the one and only Brandon from Paramount Health and Fitness out of Louisiana. Brandon, what's going on today? How you doing? Happy Friday. Oh, it's it's Friday. I mean, what can you say? It's uh, Friday. Uh, <laughs> wait, gym's already done. My gym session's done. I'm pumped, ready to go. That's so. it. We're excited to have you on too, Brandon. And, uh, you know, before we dive in to the nitty gritty of what you have going on at Paramount, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Oh, well, fitness always been a, a big thing to me since I was about 17, 18, started training um, right after high school. Um, I was going to the military. I decided on the Navy. So I knew boot camp was coming. So then uh, I really ramped up my fitness training with a buddy of mine who was a gym goer. Uh, man, the gym just it, working out. It just changed your whole can make a, a bad day turn into an excellent good day. Um, so then I got addicted. I just got addicted to seeing my body change. Uh, got addicted to seeing my strength grow. Uh, needless to say, I made it to um, made it through our boot camp uh, very easily. Uh, I, I pretty much overtrained myself for it. So when I got to boot camp, uh, annihilated everything I had to with flying colors. So ever since then, uh, training has just been a big part, and I've always knew I wanted to open up a business and something. I wanted to do something positive, and I wanted to have something that can help people. So, um, gym was gym was my goal, always been my goal since. And uh, last year, I was able to finally make it happen. Awesome, awesome! I love that. I love that. You know, and it really goes show that that progression of, of when you start that fitness journey. It never leaves you, right? That passion, you know, when you have it, if you can hold on to it, it'll never leave. Obviously, again, some people, you know, lose sight of it, but it always comes back. And they always end up in the gym somehow, some way. So that's awesome. Absolutely. And the fact you never lost sight of that goal. And so, you know, let's dive a little bit deeper into Paramount here and we'll, we'll, we'll dive right into the bare bones basics. So how many members are you guys at currently? I'm um, currently, at, uh, I've been open since January 1st of 2021. So uh, I have... I don't like to say contract. I like to say more of a membership. So it's a yearly membership. They sign up. Uh, so I got uh, some members that are coming, fluctuating to be between their uh, their time is done. Some of them are rejoining. Some of them saying they got to go. So I'm fluctuating now between about 40 to 50. And then every now and then I get uh, free passes. So right now I got eight people using free passes. And more than likely, they all said they're going to be joining. So that would put me at about 58 Nice. They all nice. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so, um, with that being said, if it's, I'll use myself as the avatar. If I came in to Paramount and I'm like, Brandon, I'm ready to rock. I want to get started, man. Let's do it. What would I then have to pay to become a member to get started? Well, depending if uh, we, we offer discounts to military and first responders, 10% discount. Uh, I was a first responder. I was military. So, Hey, I get it. Uh, so I want to offer that to my guys out there in the community. Uh, but if you come in, it's 45 plus local sales tax. Uh, unfortunately, Louisiana, where I'm at, has one of the highest tax rates. So after tax, you're looking at about $49.48. Uh, that's a month. You get uh, full access. You get a door code. The door locks behind you, so you ain't got to worry about someone running out behind you. So basically, you get the door code, you're paying for door code, and you get 24 access. Nice, nice. And so for you, uh, what's been the the best method to finding new clients? Uh, I've been using a lot of social media. Um, Snapchat, for some odd reason, has been my, my biggest 
uh, I'll post a, a daily workout on Snap. I'll tag the gym. I'll tag Homa. Uh, then you'll get the local area. They'll just random people just looking at your snaps. Hey, man, I'd like to go and check you out. Uh, hey, come on over. Here's my number. Text me. It's a lot faster. I'll respond a lot faster. I always got my phone on me. And I'll get random texts throughout the day. Want to check it out. I live 12 minutes away. So if someone randomly just hits me up and want to go check it out, I'll make the drive. And I'm always happy to show the gym. That's one of my biggest things I enjoy talking about. Hey, come on in. I could talk for the gym all day long. I love that. I love that. And so, you know, I know you mentioned that it is 24-7 access. So um, of those members who do have the 24-7 access, which is all of them, of course, now, how many of them would you say do the PT and the group coaching as well? Uh, well, we do have some people who they, they love it. They love it so much to where they're training with the trainer. Those guys don't get a door code. Um, the trainer gets the door code, obviously, because the trainer is a contractor worker there at the gym. So the trainer gotcha. allows you access. And that helps with me knowing that the trainer is there. So that way the client doesn't say, hey, my trainer wasn't there. I can, hey, the trainer was there. So the trainer meets the client. The client comes in. But probably 50% of the time, the client training with the trainer, hey, how much it is to sign up. I enjoy it here. I love it here. It's uh, not too crowded. It's not too big. It's, it's more personal. I want also, uh, I want to come when I want. I want the general membership also. So a good 50% of members who's training with a trainer also train um, with the general membership. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. That's great. And, and so now on the topic of marketing again here, so now if let's say traffic and leads and clients were unlimited, hypothetically speaking here, what would be your, your max? How much can you handle total? Of, of potential clients or, or clients on top of what you have now? Oh, well, I can handle comfortably probably about another 20, another 20 general members, and then it will be locked out. But uh, I don't stop the trainers from having clients. The trainers can have as many clients as they want. My trainers got full reign. They can, they can work their own schedules. They can do small group training, which we do. We do fit camps. So I didn't want it overcrowded because I wanted my trainers to have more of the gym. So I love that. I love that. And that really goes to show how much you care about the success of, you know, those trainers. Well, because they're technically I mean, employees, but they're 10 and 9, obviously, but they're contracted out right. to you. So I think that you, the fact that you care about them just as much as success and financial gratification of your own business really goes to show that we're not one about who you are as a person, but who you are as an owner. Um, which is awesome. You're in it for the right reasons. And I can tell that, Brandon. I mean, that's there's not a lot of people in the industry who are in it for the right reasons like that. So I I, I appreciate and respect that 120%. Now, to dive in here, I think this is always a good question because I like to kind of get a perspective. So for you, um, what has been best practice for someone who's interested, right? So say, maybe I'm not so ready to join just yet, but I'm like, hey, I like the facility. I like what you guys offer, but tell me a little about the gym and, and, you know, kind of walk me through that sales process to then being onboarded as a client. What would that look like? Um, I've had a great success with uh, me when I personally meet the members, you know, they're greeted. Uh, I greet them. Uh, they immediately walk in. They, they, they shocked like, Hey, I didn't even know this place was here. Um, I love the the outlook. They just love the setup of it. It's a my gym more of a hybrid. So you could come in, a CrossFitter could come in. They can do CrossFit workout. They can uh, someone. I got machines in there, so someone doing a traditional workout. They can also get a good traditional workout. So a lot of people when they see this setup, they're like, "Wow, I haven't seen anything like this in the area." Um, I, I show them, hey, look, free pass. I'm not taking any credit cards. All they need to do is sign a waiver. With that waiver, I give them full access for an entire week. Um, so they, they, they love that, that you don't have to put a credit card on file. So then they fully get that whole, it's truly is free. Um, after the seven days, I, I'll reach out to them. Hey, how did a free, free week te uh, treat you? And would you like to sign up? If not, Hey, it's all good. I understand. 
So it, it's more personalized when a lot of people do see it. Uh, I give them access to the gym's Wi-Fi. With that, they're able to play their own music via Spotify, Pandora. We just ask that they keep it by half volume during the other business hours because I'm next door to other businesses. But Saturdays and Sundays and after hours, we crank it up. We uh, we get to work. Um, so they, they enjoy that. that. They also enjoy I have a uh, pretty large screen TV, a 55-inch. They can cast a – they want to work out but also watch the game. They can cast the game. So it, it's more – more personalized. Um, so once they see how personalized it is to them, they're like, man, this feels like my own home gym. More than likely they always sign up. Probably, probably about 90% of the people who do the free pass, they, they sign up. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think um, one thing to comment you on is, is the fact that you're there, you don't have to sell them because you're giving them the value, right? You're giving them the value before they get to commit. And Correct. In a sense, your gym sells itself. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I love that. And the fact that you are the, the first touch point of, of, of contact, at least you try to be, I think you mentioned uh, that that's major because the fact that you're the owner of the gym, but you're still going to say, hey, like, welcome. You know, I think that in itself is making, oftentimes you don't even get to see the owner. But the fact that you're front end like that, that's admirable. And so, Brandon, you know, this is a little bit of a longer question, a little bit of a deeper question, but I think it serves well. And I think it's a good way to kind of self-reflect and almost interview yourself. So, you know, um, in business and in the gym and fitness industry, there's three pillars of business we typically use more often than any. And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your client acquisition, which is your sales, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three pillars, Brandon, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, I think I can, I, I'm always down to improve in every aspect. Um, I'm always asking for suggestions. Um, I'm always asking members, hey, what would you guys like to see? What type of equipment would you guys like? Um, so I'm always ready and always down to learn something new and, and, and learn. And Brendan, you know what? I wanted to say, I appreciate the honesty and transparency because usually when we ask a question like that, a lot of a lot of people want to they want to make it seem like everything's okay, uh, or even if things may things may be okay, but that they they that things are are <laughs> greater than what they are. And the fact that that you can be honest on air, and 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 you know, again, like you obviously know what you're doing here, but in the sense that you can be honest that hey, there's always room for improvement, even with success. That's major. So. So thank you for that. The viewers appreciate that. I think that that's, that's huge um, in a situation like this. So the last two questions for you, Brendan, and these are my two favorite questions. Um, you know, for you and Paramount, what, what's, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish? Oh, uh, man, I would love to, to expand my long range. Uh, I would love to get a bigger lot, bigger gym. Surprised I wasn't expecting to grow as fast as I did in a year. Uh, so I want more equipment, and with more equipment, I need more room. So with the more equipment, because we, we, my members, we range. Um, we got elderly, we got kids, and we got teenagers, we got middle-aged folks. And so I like to have equipment that's available for all age groups to enjoy. Uh, so my ultimate goal in the next couple of years, I would love to be in a suite, but also a bigger property and then have the next door have a group being able to get meals prepped. The next door to me also having supplements. So it'd be a one-stop shop. You come to me, you come enjoy your workout. Hey, you forgot your meals. You can go over next door, buy you some prep meals. I've just teamed up with another um, food prep meal place here. They're local. So we offer, they offer discounts to my members and as I offer discounts to whoever they send to me. So we kind of help local, stay local. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's major because increasing that ascension piece is, 
is always going to increase retention because if they have a reason to stay, right, whether it's supplements, food, you know, even merchandise, I think when they can come consistently for things other than just the gym, they'll stay because it is that one-stop shop for whatever they need. And I think that's great. That's a great thing to improve there. So awesome stuff there to you, Brandon. And so last question, which is my favorite question. Um, Brandon, if you can go back in time to when you first started this gym, you know, back in January, 2021, you can tell yourself uh, that one piece of advice that you think you needed to hear back then that you know now, um, what would that advice be for you, Brandon? Um, if I was to go back, it would definitely be, Matt should have taken the risk sooner. Um, but I'm glad I was able to gain the courage and take the risks now. Because like I said, it's always been my dream. 2015, I, I, I started the route of opening my own gym. Then I stopped. Just got kind of scared. The other gyms were opening up. Uh, so then... I could have opened up possibly in, in November of 2020 with COVID and other things. It was better for me to open up in January due to taxes and on paperwork wise. So in January of 2021, I was I was ready. I was so if I can go back, man, start start sooner. So just just aim go for it. Yeah, talk about a mic drop there, Brandon. I love it. <laughs> That's an awesome way to close out here and. Uh, you know, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, Brandon. But before we sign out, you know, please shout out your Instagram, your website, your Facebook, anything you may have. Where can people find out more about you and Paramount? Uh, we're, we're on Instagram. We're on the Snapchat. Uh, you can easily find us on Instagram at Paramount Health and Fitness LLC of HOMA. Uh, you check us out there. You'll see myself. I tag my trainers in there constantly. The trainers are always posting the stories. We post workouts. Um, they, they post their client spotlights that their clients are doing outstanding. So they'll post short stories about them. So we, we just like to show the progress. And then we get uh, a lot of love that way. We're also on Facebook. Same thing. Paramount Health and Fitness LLC. That's it. That's awesome. Look, uh, Brandon, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And, and I look forward to seeing what you're going to accomplish down the road. Uh, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and talk about your gym within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and the team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk fitness business with gym owners that are in the trenches, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guest, owner of Fit by, Fit by Kai in Bowling Green, Virginia. Kai, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, man. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm uh, I'm excited to jump into this. You have a, a unique model there down in Virginia. And uh, let's jump into it, man. Give us the overview. What's Fit by Kai all about? Man, so uh, Fit by Kai is pretty much an ultimate fitness facility. Um, we try to offer everything possible that we can to our clients and do it through um, a safe and effective way. Uh, we focus a lot on athletes and family, parents. We want everybody in the family to come around and hang around the gym just to create a community vibe. And um, we just try to get results. Love it. We're going we're gonna to dig into all that and how you go about that and some of the things that you're doing there. But I want to jump back to the beginning a little bit. 
right? We're, we all get into the fitness business because we want to help people. We want to train people. That's a given. But the way that you became the owner of this place was a little non-traditional. So give us the, the rundown of what you thought you were coming into and, and how it really happened. Uh, okay. So pretty much what I did was when I graduated college, I came home and I worked, started working for one of my mentors while I was in school. Um, when I first got here, it was explained to me that I was going to be taking over the gym eventually and buy in. Uh, but that did not have to happen. I was uh, pretty much blessed with it. it, kind of fell in my lap. And uh, I was blessed with group fitness and personal training. And then I'm, you know, steady trying to blow it up from there. Fantastic, man. So when you came in, right, this is, um, and we're going to get into the model here. You basically have two units side by side in a strip. Part of it, you have 24-7 general access fitness. The other side is a coaching facility. But you came into it, it was only one of those, correct? Yes. Yeah. You were just in the group fitness side. So where in the timeline did it fit in that you took over the gym and also expanded to a, another space? How did that happen? So when I took over the gym, we were actually in a different facility in the same town. And okay. uh, that facility was not going to be able to hold the plan that I had with 24-7. Uh, and uh, group fitness and personal training. So I knew that we had to get a little bit bigger. So I started reaching out to some people around the city and was able to find a space that was uh, conveniently next to another empty space. And uh, when I agreed to go into the first space, I did it with the idea that I was going to be getting the second space with the landlord and everything. And we worked that out. Um, I think we were probably in the first space um, for maybe about four to six months. And then we were able to obtain the second side and then start working on adding the 24-7 gym. And that took us about six months to get done, but we got it done. So you you dream big and move fast is what I'm hearing here so far. That's what it seems like. <laughs> that, that's great, man. So you, you took over last April, April 2021 is when you took over the business? Uh, somewhere around February. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And then so you moved it. And then within about four or five months, you essentially doubled the size, doubled the offerings of what you had. Yep. So there was, it wasn't just, I want more, I want bigger. There was, a, there was some reasoning behind in your experience uh, behind you not being just a coaching facility or just an access. So what was, what was the drive behind that for you to adding that on besides just more revenue, right? That's the obvious part. Um, well, so I, I saw a lot of what my mentor did and he has several different gyms with the same model of group fitness, you know, small personal training. And I saw, um, how much, you know, work he was doing, how much running around he had to do. Um, and I figured, I said, man, I don't want to have to run around like this the whole time I own the gym. I want to, I want to bring something in that will make my members independent and want to be able to go ahead and get their resource, results themselves. So the 24-7 was, was one of the best ways to, to make that happen because most 24-7 model gyms, they thrive off, you know, members coming in and just working out. There's no personal training or there's very little. So um, you get, end up getting motivated people who bring a good community vibe too. Awesome, man. So you came in, you grew it, right? You put your spin on it. You've added on, you know, the access training, this whole combination that you have. Have there been any other major changes that you've made to the general business model or things you've done to put your stamp on it that's, you know, signature fit by Kai vibe? Oh, definitely. So we, we changed a lot of culture things. Um, you know, like I said, we always try to focus on family and um, having a good community vibe, but we, we've done a lot more of that going out in the community, going to festivals, going to events at the, at the local schools, um, partnering with other businesses in the community. Um, we've also flipped, kind of flipped our business model. Like I said, we were doing group fitness classes um, just for the general population, like boot camp style. But we've also added um, athlete personal training as well as athlete group sessions. It'll focus on building power, speed, explosion, and agility. So um, that's, that's a little bit of what we added. Added a little bit of a lot. So <laughs> as you've done that, right, it's one thing to have the programs. It's another thing to get people into them. 
So what do you do for marketing? Are you doing paid advertisements? Are you doing social media? Are you doing events? Like, what are you doing to push people to towards seeing what you have? And then it sounds like once they get the experience, they're hooked, but what are you doing to get people interested? So I do a lot of social media marketing on Facebook and Instagram, just starting to break into Twitter and TikTok. Um, also, I've, I've used some of the paid advertising on Google, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Um, had a social media marketer at one time um, that worked pretty good, but um, we started to take over from there. Um, also, I try to hop in any events that are local to me in the surrounding cities just to get out there so people know who I am, know where I am, so that when they do need to see results, they can come on by. Okay, so uh, you had had outsourced marketing a little bit that worked, but then you decided to take it in-house. Was that more just so you had more brand control, more identity, things that represented you better? Like what, what was your big motivation for, for bringing that in-house? Um, for me, a lot of it was cost. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, social, social media marketing can get expensive. And um, I felt like it was something that I could learn or, help, or have others help me learn do. And uh, I just felt like, you know, what we've been doing recently since I've been, you know, pretty much maintaining it has been working very well for us. I'm, I'm trying to study, you know, do everything that a lot of the big guys are doing in the business. Um, a lot of people who are similar to me. So I just try to follow, follow the trends that, were, that are working. Yeah. And it's wild to see what the span is, you know, anywhere from, you know, social media marketing could be a black hole that just makes, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, Richer, or or right. whatever, all the way to like you said, you're expanding into into TikTok and getting in, you know, getting in with that. And you know, we see it. You know, the other side of the range now is, you know, I, I have people tell me like, hey, I put a hundred dollars into social media ads, and I'm getting 15, 20 clients in the door. I'm signing up, you know, 10, 12 clients. So it's like it's like a broken ATM, right? You get more right. money out than you put in if you do it right. And you're, you're trying to be educated enough to not be just throwing the money away. And ultimately you have the control over the budget, over the creative, over your brand identity. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and I love that. And with the TikTok thing, I like to get in on this a little bit just because we're getting more and more questions on it from our research. What we're seeing is, you know, gyms that have even a basic TikTok presence, you know, three, four posts a week that then go in the advertising platform are crushing it. Just absolutely, you know, getting, you know, getting tons of leads, getting them super cheap. But then you have the people that come in and they just want to advertise on TikTok with no account. And people just think it's a scam. So it's, right. it's, you know, it's going that same way. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, nowadays you have to have a website or people think you're a scam. You have to have some basic social media or they think you're a scam. But if you have good ads, and then they can go and see your legit business. That whole puzzle comes together and, and now you're making money, right? You're getting trading instead of hours and hours of just organic, right? Spend a little bit of money, get some people in, kind of turn the knob up and down. So I love that you're acquiring that skill yourself versus just being at the mercy of an agency or somebody that's probably in their basement on the couch or, you know, whatever, right. whatever it is. So good for you for getting, for getting into that for sure. Um, as far as the events go, uh, have you noticed that there's any specific type of events that you get a better return on, that you get more names, more phone numbers, or are you just trying to get out there? And even if you don't immediately get a lead, just, just get your name and your brand out to the community. So to be honest with you, I, I want to go to events that I know people are going to be at. Um, the main events that are going around in the city and the town. Like I've been to our Harvest Festival in, in the town. And man, that was about, I can't even tell you how many people, but we had so many leads on paper there. Um, it was, we got in, I think we converted on a few of those. Um, and that is, that's been our biggest item so far. We previously went to a school event um, and it just ended up bad weather. So it got rained out. Um, and I think we have a couple more coming up so far this, this uh, spring and well, this summer now. Gotcha. So we'll see after those. All right, all right. So hopefully those go well. I want to switch gears. One of the other things that I love that you're doing in your facility is once you get the people in, it's not just here's a membership, show up, 
right? You have real coaching and you phrase it as, you know, habit-based coaching or, or habit-based instruction. So tell me, you know, what that means to you and how you, how you execute it and how it factors into benefits for the client and for the business. So uh, habit-based coaching to us is pretty much where we meet a client where they are. So whatever your current habits are, and we take those and we study those over the first three weeks of our time together by uh, just having you write down what you're doing and also fill it in on our fitness app called Trainerize. Um, once we get you uploaded to there and, and you know start taking a look at what you got going on over the first three weeks, we make suggestions and try to make tweaks to your habits to make them more in line with the end goal of your results of, of your, you know, the whole reason why you're here. So if we get a client that comes in and says, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. So now your three habits that we're going to focus on hundred percent of the time is going to be six to eight hours of sleep each night, um, eating in a calorie deficit all right, and just picking the right things and being prepared to eat during the week. Um, and those will be the habits that we'll focus on for about six weeks at a time. Um, I find that they keep hold the, hold the client, accountable to what their goals are. They hold us accountable to it too, so that we can't just, you know, write a client off or anything like that. Um, and it just, it's, it's easy for us to take a look at that as opposed to um, taking a lot of time during the session and really taking 30 to 40 minutes to dive into that where we can do it online. Got it. Have you ever experienced or at least secondhand witnessed coaching that just starts as instruction right from the get-go, like someone signs up and instead of taking into account where a client is, you, they just generically get a, a blanket here, go do all these things. And it doesn't take into account any of that stuff. Have you ever seen that type of thing go on? Cause it's pretty prevalent. Oh yeah. And you know what? I've done that at the beginning when I first started training, I, I would do stuff like that and I didn't see it as being, um, you know, the way you just described, like just throwing it at a client and just telling them to go do I didn't see it as that. I thought that, it, that most people would be self-driven all the time when they come to someone like me. But most, some people aren't. And you got to be able to meet those people where they are and, you know, try to take them where they want to go. Yeah, there's uh, there's some hard lessons to be learned with that sometimes. And, and I love that you realize that, hey, maybe sometimes it's not just throwing it at something, but sometimes as, as trainers, as fitness professionals, we can, we can put ourselves in the position of our clients and we don't have the same motivations. We don't have the same knowledge, self-control. So coming to those realizations sooner than later helps you provide a better experience, keeps people on longer. They get better results and you feel good about the way that, that you get paid. Definitely. So that's, that's kind of the big, you know, the, I think separator for, for you or separators are having this combo of different types of services, being habit-based coaching. I know there's a lot more wrapped into this, but a lot of that is specific to you. It's your flavor. It's your brand. Um, and doesn't necessarily, you know, translate across all audience, but something that does is where you want to take this business. You have a successful, you know, operating well, single location, still working on it, still perfecting it. As always, I, I don't think you're ever going to look at your business and say, I can't make something better. You just Probably have to not. strive there. But you're in a position where you say, I like the way this runs. This is the type of business I want to own. And either you're going to have multiple or you're going to license it or you're going to franchise it. So talk us through some of those ideas and what some of those possibilities look like for us. And, and what we're going to see in the future of Fit by Kai and your expansion. So uh, when I started to take over, I, uh, again, looking back at what my mentor did, he, he always wanted to um, franchise and have multiple locations. He, he was able to have a couple other locations as well. Um, but I saw that and I said, man, you know, I can do that too. You know, I, I, I want to have a piece of the pie. Um, so I decided, I said, I want to have, you know, a couple fit by Kai's and maybe not necessarily run them myself, but maybe have somebody else run them and, you know, help bring in some revenue as well. Um, I, I hope that, you know, we can have franchises here in the future. I don't know how long it'll take. I'm definitely going to continue to work on my one location until I feel like it's perfect. So if we know how long that will take, but uh, hopefully we'll have a few different franchises in the future here soon. All right. So what are the main things that you think you're going to 
need to put in place in order to do this? Is it, um, is it, I mean, elephant in the room, everybody needs money to make this happen. So that's, that's the obvious one, but like, are you going to, you, are you going to hire a consultant? Are you going to have somebody on your staff that's just in charge of franchise support? Like, what do those things look like for you for who you think you're going to need to have on your team or what skills you may need to add to your arsenal in order to make this happen the best way possible? I think I'm definitely going to need somebody like more so like a consultant that's going to help me go out and, you know, try to figure out how to make this happen. I think I'll be able to trust, uh, we'll try to hopefully trust a company or somebody close to me to help me find the things that I may need, uh, you know, new accountant, um, you know, franchise support and hiring those, those people and making sure that they, you know, get on my staff and uh, be able to help me make a franchise in the future. Yeah, for sure. Now this is, I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or the other here. I think both ways are great, but it sounds like you're leaning more towards franchising than having multiple locations that you're going to own and operate. Um, and we see people on both sides of that. Is there anything that makes you want to lean one way or another being a franchise or versus just a multiple location owner of your own? Um, well, hmm, that's a good question. There's question. no right or wrong answer. I mean, it, maybe the possibility is still open to go, go different ways. I just like to hear, you know, thought process of different entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, you know what, I would definitely leave it open to go, to go the opposite way and just, you know, be the owner of multiple locations without being a franchise. Um, I just, I've seen the franchise model and I, I thought it was a pretty good model based off how Orange Theory, you know, Fit Body Bootcamp used to do, um, you know, and things like that. So I, I think it's a good model but it all has to work with, with whatever your situation is. It may not even work with my situation. You know, we're having the 24 seven and the group fitness. So we'd have to see assess that at the time. Yeah. Well, I believe the model definitely has potential in the market and, and talking to hundreds of gyms and, and having, you know, all these people in the network, I think the model has potential, you know, and I think the middle ground there could be, maybe I'll have both, right. You could be, the master franchise, or you could have a couple of locations like, Hey, this is how it looks in a big city. This is how it looks in a small town. And then you kind of, you know, if you have a couple, when you go to sign those agreements, right, somebody in Baltimore is going to look different than somebody in Richmond or somebody in, you know, Podunk, middle of Ohio, oh, right. don't get to Ohio. I just picked a state in the middle of the country, but <laughs> so maybe if you have a couple, you'll have, you know, even more leverage when it comes to bringing on those, those potential franchisees. So right, I right. like to kind of spark these things, get the wheels turning, see. No, that, that's definitely good. I mean, that's a better idea than what I was thinking. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you might as well just, you know, have multiple different locations and get your name out there. Then somebody's going to want a franchise with, you know, can't just start a franchise with nobody wants to. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say that I do have, you know, I have some occasional good ideas of my own, but I really benefit from, I get to talk to a lot of smart people, driven entrepreneurs like you and all these ideas that I get to filter through and, and throw them out. You know, sometimes I'll bring something up to someone and they're like, man, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. And, and that's cool too. But I think you being open-minded, just looking at different possibilities, you know, Hey, I want to spread this. I want to be as successful as I can. I want to help a ton of people and what comes my way, whatever works best for me, I'm going to pursue it. And if that's different a year or five years from now, you're going to be open-minded to whatever those possibilities may be. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I want to be able to be fluid with the times and be able to roll with the punches, man. Okay. So last thing on, on general business and operations, we know everything you're doing now. We know what the plans are for fit by Kai outside of your four walls, outside of what you're doing now. Do you have any other, any other fitness business aspirations, any other concepts that you'd like to get out there and try Anything that you think that if you had another location or a bigger location, you'd add on like, you know, things that you're not doing now that you might want to dip your toes into someday. Mm. It's you okay. Know, just was, love your model, man. It's all right. Well, well, no, I was just um, thinking of like, before we opened our 24 seven side, I was saying, I was like, man, well, how else can I use this space? And I was thinking more so adding uh, maybe like a sports massage therapist or um, full-time yoga studio into that side. 
But uh, at the time, it just didn't fit the plans. But that would be something I would definitely want to chase down in the future. So things that add more value, more levels of service to your client. Yeah. But staying in the normal niche of, of other services that complement each other. Right. Yeah. All right, man. All right. One more question before we wrap up here. A little bit philosophical. Right. This one. Um, You've been in the game for a while now. You've been owner for over a year, but you've been training people. I'm sure you spent a lot of time thinking about everything you've learned in this and so much to go. But if you could go back and not change anything, because I don't like people to change where they're at, but tell yourself something, give yourself one lesson, something you wish you knew sooner or maybe did sooner. Is there anything that stands out for you? Um. I would say, I would say stand your ground and set your price and don't look back at it. That's fair. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's a good one because people will negotiate with themselves yep. to negotiate with other people and that race to the bottom, you know, everybody loses there. Right. So mm -hmm. even, even the customer loses because eventually you go too cheap, your service isn't good. And then you end up being another $10 gym that nobody wants to go to. So exactly. I like that. Figure yeah. out, figure out where your value is and don't come off it. Yep. All right, sir. We have exhausted the time that we have here. We hit a bunch of topics. Hopefully we got the wheels turning for you and out there to our listeners. Before I let you go, most important thing, if people want to find out more and see what you're doing, where do they find Fit by Kai? Man, you can find Fit by Kai on Instagram and Facebook at Fit by Kai Training and Fitness. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Fit by Kai and as well on my second Instagram at Coach Fit by Kai. All right. Fit by Kai everywhere. Fit by Kai Training and Fitness. Coach Fit by Kai. It's been a pleasure having you on here today. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to be with us. I look forward to keeping track of you and I wish you continued success. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on. You're welcome. And to everyone out there listening, as always, we appreciate you too. We hope you found value and inspiration in this episode. If you're thinking about doing something that's a little bit out of the box, no cliche there, adding, combining, doing things that you don't see everywhere, do it. Go for it. If you love it, pursue it, find success, be like Kai. You want to hear more episodes, hit the subscribe button. We'll notify you when they drop. To everyone out there in Jim Lords Nation, keep working hard. Keep changing lives. Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.